Hey guys, what's up? I just want to start off the episode by saying welcome to my new listeners. I saw that last week's episode was a big hit and I don't know if it was because of the bad art article or the fact that it was like a 50 minute episode. I don't know. Either way, thank you so much for listening and I hope you guys stay. I was so close to not doing this episode this week because I have friends over and, but I had to talk about some topics today. So we'll see if this ends up being a short or long episode. I'm only going to highlight a few things that I want to talk about this week. I know this week has been crazy. So let's start off with what's on top of my brain right now. Jamila Jamil. Jamila Jamil has tweeted about her boyfriend's new album that came out. James Blake is her boyfriend. I just want to start off by saying, I don't know who James Blake is. Sorry guys, but I do know who Jamil Jamil Jamila Jamil is, mostly because of The Pretty Good Place. My bad, The Good Place. Um, I've only seen the first two seasons of that show. Um, but let's continue. Anyway, this is about Jamila Jamil saying that she basically produced her boyfriend's new album. And it's pretty funny that she says this because nowhere in her Twitter or background information does it say that she went to school for music. And mind you, if you don't know how Jamila Jamil is, she is basically a narcissist and a liar. Now, I'm probably the worst person to talk about this because I really haven't done my research like I have, but if you want, I think you, I highly recommend going to Tracy Egan Morrissey's Instagram page. Now, Tracy Morrissey is one of my favorite writers, also great in pop culture, and she really likes to do her research. She's done research about Dawn from The Bad Art Friend. I'll get back to that, guys. I do want to do a little update on that. Um, she's also done the Hilaria Baldwin of it all, Erica's Girardi's receipts. Do you remember when she posted these weird text messages of Tom Girardi cheating on her? And we found out that it was from like 2010, maybe 2005, these text messages. That's how we know Erica Jane is a liar. Anyways, we're talking about Jamila Jamil. I keep going back to her. Sorry. Please go to Tracy E. Morrissey's Instagram page. She has it under her highlights. It's under JJ. And you are going to go through this amazing, amazing ride of why Jamila Jamil is a liar. And basically, you should not believe anything that comes out of this woman's mouth. The reason why she is so controversial, it's because she has really put herself in like a Munchausen position where she basically contradicts her stories and makes herself look really bad in events. She'll like reenact or uh, tell you a story about a certain moment. And she kind of, I don't even want to say over embellish. I, 
she goes more than over and about she goes beyond like she exaggerates the story from what it originally really is now mind you this is a celebrity who is openly talking about herself with experiences with cancer car accidents her modeling career a 2010 2010 incident involving a musician ollie Mers. Um, where she found her face, the whole um, Mark Ronson interview where she says she, a swarm of beeves came and attacked her. And then you realize and hear the story from Mark Ronson. He says, yeah, there was like two or three bees. So this girl really exaggerates her stories. The only best way for me to explain this whole Jamila Jamil story is for you to watch the highlight stories that Tracy Morrissey has in her Instagram page and I will make sure that I have that on the description of this episode. Alright guys a little update on the bad art friend. So I know last week I told you about the sociopath Don and the very very bully mean girl Sonia Larson and guess what I have a great 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 friend Malls. I know I always boast about her on here um, she did a great breakdown in her podcast, Trend Lately. She goes over the whole entire episode and my God, she is amazing for all the research she has done. She not only researched on how Sonia verbatim did steal her letter, did kind of antagonize her gaslit Dawn into thinking that her letter had nothing to do with her, blah, blah, blah. I just want to point out that both of these women are annoying and there shouldn't be any sides to either of these women. Like you should not be side Dawn and I'm sorry, but you should not be side Sonia. If you're in a group chat making fun of a friend, guys, I'm doing quotation like air bunnies, a friend that who's not in that group chat, you're a horrible person, okay? I'm in group chats and I don't talk, I don't go on those group chats to talk shit about other people. If I don't like you, I don't talk about you. If I don't like you, I don't hang out with you. This is in high school. I don't understand why people, you're really showing your true colors by saying you're team Sonia or team Dawn. Now, do I feel bad for Dawn? Yes. Do, like I said, I, I am not siding with Dawn either. I think she has issues like everyone else does her issue sadly is in the public eye right now because of this article i feel bad that she went to this journalist thinking that her story would make her look and come out as the better person but it did not do that whatsoever if anything it backlash and made her look like a sociopath and people siding with sonia is really showing their true colors on how much of a mean girl they are um but yes please check out trend lately um the last episode with tiffany maddox who is an amazing person to listen to as well because she's in the film industry and the social media industry them two together really break down on what is really going on behind the scenes with the bad art friend it really makes you rethink the whole story as well but I do want you to listen to it if you did read the article and you were obsessed with it as I was I do want you to listen to this 
episode because I think it's super informative and I really want people to look at Sonia as a bad guy too. Um, her and her little mean girlfriends doing a burn book is just awful, guys. I know I probably sounded like I was Team Sonia last week. No, that's not the case. I think she's an awful person too for doing what she did. And yes, she plagiarized. If she plagiarized, she she has to suffer the consequences of plagiarism. I mean, in college, if you plagiarize, you get kicked out. You're expelled. You're never coming back. Like, I think we all know this. So for her to act like she shouldn't be going through the repercussions of her actions, it's just very silly. And yes, I did say that I think Dawn is crazy for going to these events. But then you have to realize these groups of people with their short stories is such a small community. Like, yeah, you are going to bump into her here and there. Um, it is going to be awkward, Sonia, because you took away her letter and made it your own and is gaslighting her into thinking that she's crazy. Do you not know how... I, I understand why Dawn was going crazy. She was probably making herself go crazy, thinking that, like, you know what? I'm shrinking myself down, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, guys, that's that's my two cents on my update. Um, I know probably last week <laughs> I sounded like I was side Sonia, but I'm in nobody's side. These two women are awful, okay? Since we're in the topics of crazy celebrities, have you guys checked out Christy Romano's YouTube videos? Chrissy Romano was in Even Stevens. I knew her with that show where she was the sister of Shia LaBeouf. If you don't know who Even Stevens is, she's also the voice actress for Kim Impossible. She's a huge, huge Disney star. And I just remember seeing her uh, being a Disney character for their films and TV shows. So she was a pretty big deal back in the day. Now, I've been hearing about her YouTube channel for, I want to say, this whole entire summer where she is basically walk. She does these little 10 minute, 12 minute videos where she's hiking through the woods and she's speaking about subjects that are very passionate to her. Her latest one is how stage moms destroy childhoods. Also, um, the relationship with Raven Simone. I'm reading the last three videos that she's posted in the past week and a half. The scary truth about having a stalker. And the one that I really recommend listening to is, of course, why her and Shia LaBeouf are not friends anymore or don't talk to each other anymore. I'm not going to describe the videos because I really want you guys to like actually look it up and watch it yourself and kind of decide from there about whether... I don't know whether you believe her or not. I, it's not that I don't believe her. I think she's a pretty open, outspoken actress. And I really liked the fact that she is kind of guiding you through this whole celebrity child's life and warning others about it. I'm not going to lie, though. Some of these videos are very clickbaity. <laughs> I guess I kind of got duped into it 
One of the videos is how Katy Perry got my record deal. I literally listened to the whole thing and I was like, um, okay. Like, you, <laughs> it's just weird that I feel like um, these last couple episodes, you guys already know my feeling towards celebrities opening up. It's like, why, why? Nobody's asking you, no one's putting you in a corner, baby, and telling you to come out with the stories that you think everyone should know. Okay, Ellen Pompeo? But I do want you to see these videos because like how I lost all my money video about how she basically blew through her money, Disney money. Guys, she had Disney money. And for her to say that she's not as rich as she used to be because she could, well, not couldn't, she didn't really know how to manage her money well, um, as well knowing the fact that she was the breadwinner of the family as well. I guess I'm mentioning Christy now because the whole Jeanette McCurdy from iCarly, she recently came out with an article this week. Although if you listen to her podcast, Empty Inside, she's had a couple of friends or celebrities or comedians like for example she had Whitmer Thomas on one of her episodes which I highly recommend listening to um she gets deep into why she's not in the Hollywood business anymore and her relationship her really really um disturbing relationship with her mother how her mother basically made her become the actress that she was in iCarly. And it's crazy because she's an amazing actress. Um, I watched iCarly because my sister watched it. And Sam was was very witty and cunning. And like, I thought she was just so natural. And to find out that that's not what she wanted to do. She just did it because, it, you know, they were making money and they were finally like living out of their grandparents' house. like. The story of her and her mom is really, really disturbing. And I've known this for a while because ever since iCarly came out and Miss Diva Lacey herself is playing the new Sam, but it's not really the new Sam, guys. It's a whole different character. I've already explained this. Anyway, she got a lot of backlash because Sam wasn't coming back to iCarly. And reading this article, I recommend every iCarly fan, especially those who are spewing out racism towards Diva Lacey. Uh, her name is Lacey Mosley, guys. Her Instagram handler is Diva Lacey. Anyways, I think you're gonna feel a pretty stupid now for wanting her to go back to iCarly. She opens up about how she doesn't want to go back to Hollywood because it does brings up memories of her mom and she has a very hard relationship with her mom who passed away from cancer. So please check out her podcast, Empty Inside. I love her interviews, especially with those who had um, battled relationships with their parents. I think she, I don't remember his name, but he's like a huge American Idol um, contestant that didn't win, but um, she had him as a guest and he became like a Disney star too. Like his family is Mormon and he came out as gay later. And he kind of talks about his relationship with his father. It's a great, great concept of a podcast, especially 
um, for kids who wants to be in the celebrity biz or like in the acting biz. It really opens your eyes about these poor kids growing up in that industry. So not only does she have this amazing podcast called Empty Inside, she is coming out with a one woman hour show, woman show called I'm Glad My Mom Died, where um, it's basically going on right now as we speak. What I like about this show is that it's dark and it's real and she is transforming her anxiety and troubled past into comedy. Har har guys, that's what we do nowadays. That's what comedians do. So I'm glad my mom died is now turning, working right now in a memoir as a book and I'm super excited to read it. Um, she'll be covering the fact that she was bulimic and anorexic and her mom basically made her that way um it's very very dark guys but yes this whole christy romano videos and then like the whole jeanette mccurdy article this week has really been embedded in my mind lately and i want you guys to check it out too Let's talk about what I'm watching right now and what I'm obsessing over and what I kind of been watching for the past month and a half to make myself feel well. <laughs> um, it's basically my way of an escapism. I can't believe I'm actually admitting this. Guys, I'm talking about Whitney Port and her husband, Tim, recapping the city, the hills, and I think they're going to recap Laguna Beach now because they're close to finishing the hills. Now, if you don't remember who Whitney Port is, how can you not? <laughs> this is for generation Gen Z, guys. Uh, Whitney Port was a co-worker of Lauren Conrad in the show. And she basically plays the best character in the show because she's not really friends with these people but she works with Lauren and she's not really in the drama but she knows the drama and it's her recapping all these episodes and I'm sorry but her husband is super hilarious they met after the whole like reality tv show I guess in New York anyways you guys should see it I started it off with watching The Hills Beginnings. I guess that's how she started the whole um, YouTube channel because before the YouTube channel was like about her life, her faves of wares and like her favorite products. And because of pandemic, I'm, it's one of the highlights of the pandemic guys. We're having Whitney recap these moments of The Hills that happened in like 2007. And I know I see people in the comments that are upset with her not remembering things. But are you really going to remember a party that you went to that was a friend of a friend in 2007? I know I can't. And I think I remember everything. At least I try to. So, yeah, that's what I've been watching lately. I've just been watching Whitney recap these shows with her husband. And they're hilarious. And it literally makes me feel so good. <laughs> Not only because I'm watching The Hills, I haven't watched The Hills in so long, um, let alone went back. I, I mean, I don't think I've watched The Hills since it finished. I, it's nothing. It's I've always went back to Laguna Beach. 
I've been watching that in the past, but I never really wanted to like rewatch The Hills just because it is highly produced. And I'm and watching Tim and Whitney talk about how it is highly produced, how shots are shot and like how certain moments and um, are cut to edit to look how it is but that moment really didn't happen and Whitney saying like oh yeah that producers told me to ask her that it really blows your mind especially the fact um about Lauren going not going to Paris that summer guys spoiler alert okay I'm gonna s spoil it for you guys so if you want to see the Whitney Port recaps go watch it and skip these next five seconds Spoiler alert, um, Whitney got to go to Paris that summer. Remember, they offered it to Lauren, but she said no because she wanted to spend the summer with Jason. Guys, it wasn't a summer internship in Paris. It was a week. And that whole scene where Whitney gets picked up by, gets picked up by the limo to go to the airport, she said that she literally got dressed to go to the airport to film, and then she went home right after that. So she didn't really go with Lisa Love to Paris she went a couple days later and only went for a week not the whole entire summer yeah bubble burst but yeah please go check out Whitney Port's channel on YouTube where she recaps the hills beginnings all of the city I've never watched the city but I decided to watch the hills with her just to see if I liked it or not and guess what guys I'm gonna freaking watch the city now and I'm so excited for her to rec uh, recap Laguna Beach with him her husband too Let's talk a little bit about podcasts. So before I was going to record, I was going to boast and talk how great Dave Holmes' new podcast, Be, um, Sudden Impact, where he basically talks about this band that came out in the early 90s and wants to know exactly what happened to them because back in the day, we don't have social media like we do right now where we can get in touch with artists it's so crazy how fast we can get in touch with artists these days compared to last time. Last time. Compared to like years ago, you would have to go see their shows. You would have to buy their CDs or you would have to catch them in a highlight on MTV. I mean, fingers crossed, right? But before I was going to talk about his um, new podcast show, I've realized there's this thing, this, nor it's not normal, but like, I feel like a lot of celebrities are doing way too many podcasts. And who opened my eyes to this is my good internet friend, Christina Lopez. I love you so much, girl. You always make me rethink and go back like, huh, yeah, you know what? Actually, you're right. Uh, Dave Holmes already has like, two other podcasts and good for him I love him he is my pop culture king there is no hate on my side about it um it just I mean now knowing so I just found out I think I'm not really mad at Dave Holmes guys <laughs> I'm never gonna be mad at him but the fact the subject the topic of this whole thing is why are celebrities doing podcasts Teddy Mellencamp guys Hi, I'm Teddy. Teddy Mellencamp from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills just came out with a crime podcast. This MLM cult of a woman <laughs> is starting a crime podcast. Like, 
stop. What? No, go back to your cult fitness where you make your um, cult members eat 500 calories a day and work out like six hours a day. Have, guys, have you seen the screenshots of what she makes her clients go through? She makes them pack a scale. If that's not triggering for people with body dysmorphia and people with um, like, I, I had an eating disorder uh, back in my 20s. Reading that was so, so um, triggering <laughs> just because I remember being in my early 20s, living in New York City, um, just being in the film industry. Like I was just super aware of my weight all the time to the point that I remember going to a Victoria's Secret show with my roommate, Michelle, um, cause she um, was a model at the time. We went to go see Victoria, uh, Victoria's Secret show where the models were there and literally they were so skinny. I couldn't believe like a size extra small tank top was just like hanging on their bodies. Like, um, anyway, I just remember my roommate saying like, I can't believe how small these girls are, they're just as small as you. Now, back then, I thought that was a fucking compliment. <laughs> I, that's how warped I, I am about my, like, did not, hello, red flag. <laughs> Anyways, Teddy Mellencamp, you piece of work. I can't believe you and your husband and like your business scams have gotten away so far. But the fact that she has a new podcast coming out. And then I saw Vanessa Bayer. Love her. She's in a new show that she's going to be in with Jesse Klein. Jesse Klein is like my queen, my goddess of comedy when it comes to writing. Um, they're doing a show together called I Love That For You. But the fact that she's doing a podcast with her brother. Can we put these people back to work? Can they go back to making films, creating um, sh TV shows, pitching skits and leave the podcast to like the little people like me who really just want to like talk shit? <laughs> I mean, I last week I, I was talking about Ellen Pompeo like and her podcast and I didn't even know she had a freaking podcast until she came out with that story of Denzel Washington. Like and mind you, she was talking about Denzel Washington to her past co-star Patrick Dempsey. And I just found out that Patrick Dempsey was just so toxic in that set. So for her to complain about Denzel Washington to him, it's just baffling to me because I'm just like, wait, you're talking, you're talking to a man who terrorized the set and you don't want to talk about that. I mean, I would way more. Isn't the whole your whole podcast about Grey's Anatomy? How about you talk about how Patrick Dempsey treated the staff in that show? But my point is. All these people need to go back to work. <laughs> these celebrities, if if it wasn't for the pandemic, we won't we wouldn't have so many celebrities doing podcasts. I feel like years ago, celebrities really looked at podcasts like, ugh, no, like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's for uh, reality stars or whatnot. And yet here we are years later, 
they have their own TV show where they want to talk about their stuff, but they literally will last like six episodes because there's nothing else to talk about. The whole Zach Braff with Don Faison talking about Scrubs going over the TV shows, like, I guess, I guess I'll listen to that. I mean, I tried and I was just like, what am I doing? I'd rather go see the TV show. I don't want to hear them talk about it. But yeah, I guess go check out Dave Holmes' Sudden Impact. Um, and please don't check out Teddy Mellencamp. Please stop following that woman. I can't believe these words came out of my mouth, guys. And this was after season one. So please don't hate on me. But I remember saying this to my good friend Kirby that I feel I am a Teddy housewife. Yes, I can't believe I'm admitting it, but I did say that and we said, and now we said it guys, and now I said it. But I am not Teddy after season two and the whole like Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy um, whole situation that really put a bad taste in my mouth. And I'm telling you guys, once you're buddy buddy with Kyle Richards, I'm done. Like, no. You are not my favorite anymore. And uh, yeah, it's it doesn't look good for Teddy. Moving on. I didn't want to talk about this, but I guess here we go. Dave Chappelle, why I think Dave Chappelle is harming the LGBTQ community. And you know what? If you don't believe that he isn't i need you to leave guys i need you to like stop the podcast right now and leave if you don't think that his words his jokes him calling himself a turf is harmful i'm sorry you are ignorant and i just can't <laughs> i can't anymore i did not see the special i was actually watching the hills <laughs> Whitney recapping the hills. I had my iPad playing. My partner decided to watch it and he did not laugh as much as I thought. I mean, not thought I would. I knew what he was going to talk about and that's why I didn't want to support in watching it. Um, but yeah, my partner did not laugh as much as he has in his past specials. Um, it's I'm sorry, but like Dave Chappelle just sounds like an ignorant boomer who doesn't want to respect or want to listen. And yeah, that's all I'm going to say about the whole Dave Chappelle thing, because it's it's a hard subject um, for me to go over because I do love Dave Chappelle and I do respect his past work, but I can't. I can't anymore. I don't support what he's doing right now and I don't think I can continue to support him in the future. It's very much like Kanye West where like, I love your first two albums, dude, but like, I just can't anymore. I can't continue to support whatever you're trying to represent. Same as with Eddie Redmayne. I have a huge problem with Eddie Redmayne. He disses the LGBTQ community all the time by siding with J.K. Rowling. And yet his fame, his whole reason why he's famous is because he has played 
a person who is um, homosexual, a person who is trans, like he's played these parts. And for him to come out and say like, no, like what JK Rowling is saying, she's allowed to say, she's allowed to have her opinion. Do you not know like a person that high with power is so harmful to the trans community? Like, I don't, and what he's doing is harmful as well. Like he's taking away these actors and actresses who are trans, who are um, homosexual. He's taking away their jobs, like, and yet you have the audacity to go up on your soapbox and say that you side with these people. I can't anymore. He is basically, Eddie Redmayne is going to be in the new production of Cabaret. He's going to be playing MC, who is a homosexual. I, why, why are we letting him take these roles? Who is in charge of these casting calls, guys? Like, he's already done this and there's been so much backlash of what he stands for and who he sides with he still to this day sides with jk rowling and like the whole cast of harry potter love them hermione um daniel radcliffe weasley like they're all against her they all spoken out how against they are with her and how they trans women are fucking women guys and yeah i'm so sick of it i'm fucking sick of it and i'm tired of these people taking their roles i'm tired of these people saying these jokes thinking that it doesn't harm them and it's just like fuck off dude i'm tired so i don't know if i if you can tell but for this worst week ever i have to give it to dave chappelle and his stupid little special and for my best week ever i have to give it to whitney port for giving me so much happiness and glee and for you know making my depression a little bit better i guess <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry, but I think that is it for today. I will try and speak up a little bit more next week. I really wanted to talk about the Britney Murphy documentary, the whole Jamie Lynn Spears biography, that whole mess. I hope nobody picks that up. I will next week get into who is Jesse Nelson? Who is she, guys? <laughs> And why is Nicki Minaj writing and dying for her so hard? Uh, I'll also talk about the new Scream movie because hello, it's Halloween and I'm pretty sure next week will be a better week for me to like break that down. But thank you so much for listening guys and I hope to see you all next week. And thank you so much for listening. Bye. <laughs>